Whoa! Two podcasts in a week? Life is crazy. Just when you think you understand what's going on, the world gets flipped on its ass. But you can't complain about it. Because nobody is listening. Three, two, one, podcast. Yeah, dude. All right. This so, is it, dude. Here we go. You see this? Is this enough? Is this enough for you people? Like, what do we have to do to get fucking listeners? You know, we got the camera. We got the green screen. Was, what are you doing? This, this was probably a hundred bucks in total. It was... So much more than that with the camera. I, I want you to know, oh, yeah. I made serious financial, negative financial decisions to make this happen. So I, I do want that part appreciated by someone. Yeah. My yeah. credit was slightly affected oh, by the it. quality of this. So when you look at how good this looks, remember, my credit went down cost. like three points, okay? Life is sacrifice. It is sacrifice, dude. Yeah. And here's the thing. We just, you know, we were talking. We were like, hey, you know, nobody listens to this podcast. Let's add video. You know what I'm saying? So nobody so, can watch so it. So nobody can watch it either, you know? So dude, that's, that's kind of... Now I feel like we're corny as fuck being like, yeah. nobody's watching. I also want to yeah. look into the camera, but I don't. I know I'm going to look, look into, into the camera. We can look into it because I got things to say to people. You okay. know, like we got to talk to them. But we're, I mean, we're talking to, we're talking to each other. You right. Know? Right. And uh, yeah, no, let's do a whole brand. Let's do a whole brand. We can really sell this out early. Okay. Nobody's let's pull a smelling jeans and pizza. Nobody's smelling candles? pizza candles. Uh, nobody's eating. Yeah, we'll do like a, we'll make a shitty restaurant. Okay, that has like fish and uh, like marmalade. I don't I know. That like sounds it. like a shitty combo. We can do that. Um, and nobody's touching. Nobody. Nobody's touching. It's a broth. It's a. I was thinking a shelter for people who've been molested. That could be an that option. That sounds, you know what? It sounds fun. We need to give, that'd be actually really cool because we could give back. and That would know. be good because we would really be uh, kind of giving back to the world of all those people who were molested. So That'll be the goal. That's we the goal. You know, that's, hey, join the Patreon. We're going to start a shelter for people who were molested. Um, that's literally the only requirements to join the shelter. So if, if you know someone, we're not, we're not going to narrow it down to like men, women, kids. It's just going to be whoever. So if you think that's safe, donate to the Patreon that doesn't exist yet. We and can do that. If you think this is not a funny joke and it's kind of fucked up that we're joking about. Go away. Well, also, it's not a joke. And Get out. that's on you for thinking that we would joke about something like that. Fix your life, dude. Fuck that, man. We're back with more of the same thing. What's going on, dude? What's popping? Let's follow up. I got a follow up, okay? So, uh, you know, in a previous episode, we are talking about, I was seeing, I saw some chicks walking down Melrose wearing NASCAR t-shirts. Are you familiar? Like 17-year-old like, Yes, yes. Young ladies were wearing Jeff Gordon and Dale Earnhardt t-shirts. Ironically. Ironically, which is, um, you know, about as miserable of an ex- in existence that you could have is doing that so wait but explain what was driving you now you this infuriated you it still does infuriate me okay because someone's white my white trash childhood 
is not a joke, okay? Right. See, I'm, I feel like I'm in line. I finally get it. After all these years, it was fucked up. I didn't get it before. You shouldn't be dressing as other people's stuff, dude. Yeah. <laughs> no, you, you shouldn't be wear. dressed. It wasn't yeah. fun for me growing up. Right. You know, having a Dale Earnhardt Jr. t-shirt and a backwards, like, Pepsi hat. Yeah. That wasn't fun, okay? And I definitely know that no chicks of that age were interested so now it's kind of funny that things oh, have turned oh yeah you know full circle but here's the thing okay here's the follow-up i was asking my girlfriend about this i told her i was how much it made me mad and she was like oh that's my friend um her boyfriend just bought her for her birthday like a vintage nascar t-shirt for like 90 dollars is she a it's a thing. Fan dude. of NASCAR. What do you think? Man? I don't. What do you oh, think? Oh wow! So what do you think? It's truly being adopted it's, as a fashion. Yes, statement. it is a fashion. Oh, okay. it, what I need to say is that it has arrived. Okay. Yeah. We are there. Okay. NASCAR is fun. It's trendy. NASCAR is trendy. If you don't know, get you some NASCAR T-shirts. This is really going to start making its way across the country. At but this be, NASCAR fanship is not up. It cannot be. Tails, okay. it, they really have to. I I would be shocked if NASCAR was not literally on the brink of bankruptcy every single day. I would be shocked at that. Well, they need to utilize the vintage T-shirt industry. Then. They gotta start selling their vintage T-shirts. Start selling the Jeff Gordon T-shirts. Start selling. I don't know, like a Dale Earnhardt. Rest in peace. Fuck the wall. You know. Yeah. That that's interesting though. That the irony factor is what is like perpetuating the trend do you know what i mean when does mm -hmm. it become full circle when there are no people at the daytona 500 but there are 300 kids wearing kyle petty shirts yeah on fair kyle petty dude that's yeah, awesome yeah. that's oh, awesome dude, dude. my because you yeah. everyone else would say richard petty the famous oh, yeah. one and you said kyle petty and kyle petty I think I could find on LinkedIn right now if I wanted you to. Think so, That's huh? how little success that guy had. Yeah, he, drove, so, he did really. Yes, he had the mellow sure. yellow car, dude. He did have the yeah. mellow yellow car. <laughs> yeah, he had a man. lot of cars. No one really wanted. <laughs> what about Ricky Rudd? Ricky Rudd was tight, dude. Yeah, dude. Ricky Rudd is the most NASCAR name that could ever. Oh, exist. he is the best name. Yeah. I think or like Dusty print. Turnpike. I don't know. <laughs> Fucking. Ricky Rudd. Rick, Ricky Rubber. Yeah, whatever. Dude. You know, like it'll all work. Yeah, that would be dude. great, dude. Ricky Rod was so tight, so tight. Who was another? Oh. Who was another tight NASCAR? Uh, oh, there's one. Who's the guy who drove the Viagra car? Because that was always <laughs> fun know. to like that guy. That was I was later in the Mark game. Mark Martin, dude. Really? Mark Martin. That <laughs> oh, guy. Dude. He was like the a alliteration skeleton. is yeah. the best for. Uh, it really yeah. is. Yeah. They like the NASCAR drivers put more na more effort into their names than like actors in oh. Hollywood. Do you think these Mark are... Mark Martin, Ricky Rudd. Dude, these aren't pseudonyms, man. Their parents gave them these Yeah, no, names. that's a real name, dude. That's the kind of name you get when you're in the NASCAR family. When you're in a NASCAR family, dude. I think we're even going to see a cultural trend of people naming their kids really nascar -y names. Dude. You think so? I hope so. I, re I think you're right. Like, right now we're in this phase where kids are named, like wind and stuff yeah you know? but like here soon it'll start to be cool to name your kid like something white trash like ricky or like, like not richard not richard right not rick rick what's trashier rick or ricky <laughs> ricky dude what do you think i want to name my kid rick ricky or yeah ricky rick. dude ricky rick <laughs> there's, a... there's richie rich and then there's my kid 
Ricky Rick, who's wearing an insane clown posse hockey jersey. He's fighting kids in the parking lot outside of a mall. Yeah. That's Ricky Rick. Yeah. We're not Macaulay Culkin in my family. That's Ricky Rick. That's my son. I'm going to change my last name to Rick. Zach Rick. Just so you can have the most white trash child of all time. Good. Ricky Rick. Oh, I might. Okay. He'll um, smoke menthols. I'll introduce I them to meth, him. I meth, and that's what I thought. Sure. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to limit my kids' experiences, yeah, you know? Man. I'm just letting you know if you name your kid Ricky Rick, that's what you're in for. Yeah, well, I mean, fuck, it's his life. He can fucking deal with it. Like, that's, a, yeah. it's, that's kind of my. I'm not gonna my sit here and coddle him. It's right. not my. Oh, dude, we can't. We're gonna. The bottom line is, apparently, people are paying ninety dollars for vintage NASCAR T-shirts. So it doesn't surprise me. If you're in an area of like Ohio, Indiana, West Virginia, wherever, load the fuck up on those shirts. Mm-hmm. Sell them on eBay. This is not a joke. Go on OfferUp, eBay, Craigs, whatever. Yeah. Start selling it. Someone here will pay for it. Absolutely. This will happen. Mm-hmm. So that's just a PSA. Uh, you know, this is free. This podcast is free. So I feel like I don't really owe you anything more than that. But, you know, it's a good story. It's a financial, it's like invest in vintage t-shirt Yeah, future. I'm the mad money guy right now. NASCAR's way up. Liquidate yeah, your yeah. house right now for NASCAR t-shirts. If Liquidate. you know trends, I feel like that is, I, you're joking, but I think if you can nail down trends that happen on Fairfax, you can report back to the Midwest and yeah. say, hey, hey this is coming on your, what's the, buy what low. is the name of this NASCAR driver? I can't, I think he drove a good wrench car. Dale Earnhardt. No, was that Dale Earnhardt? Dale Earnhardt drove good wrench or good, yeah, good wrench. That was his, the Intimidator, dude, number was three. There, was there a guy named Rusty? Oh, yeah, dude. Rusty Wallace? Rusty Wallace, dude. <laughs> Rusty Wallace was tight, dude. He yeah. rode he rode the Miller Light car yeah, for the longest right. time, dude. Yeah. Rusty Wallace right. was so sick. And he yeah. had a dope mustache, I think. Yeah. Oh, I I don't know what he looks like, but I'm gonna say one hundred percent he has did. has yeah. a mustache, dude. Okay, ours all right, so here was my follow up on that yeah. on NASCAR. Is yeah. I was thinking about this. And you know how everyone's oh did your did your growing up did your like my family didn't have a lot of money oh yeah you know my family didn't have a lot of money you yeah, know yeah. you know my family we didn't have a lot of money we didn't have a lot of money everyone says this yeah but then you go to their parents' house and they have like an in ground pool yeah yeah and like a guest house yeah. and they're like yeah but we didn't have a lot of money yeah my point being that's a very ambiguous term and everyone says they didn't grow up with a lot of money here's okay. Here's, here's I got a direct follow up to this. Okay, so I'm excited. Right. Keep so going. here's what I've noticed: if someone does say like, "Yeah, we were, you know, we were upper middle class," yeah, that means that they were probably insanely wealthy. Yes, super wealth. But sometimes I've because sometimes people will even be like, "We were," but it, you just never know. Because my Cause point is, sometimes, no one's ever just gonna say we we're rich. No one will ever say that. They'll say Ooh. upper middle class. Here's what. Here's how you know filthy rich. If they were, if they were said, if they say, if they either say, yeah, you know, we had money, or if they say, yeah, we were pretty well off. We were that well means off. They we were, were comfortable. We were comfortable. Oh, comfortable? we were comfortable. Oh, okay, good for you. The most good dignified way to say we had more money than we, had we knew what to do with. We had stupid wealth. We had stupid yeah. wealth. I've done nothing. Yes. I I have never worried about money in my entire life. Never once worried about it. Uh, my dad you know, invented like a proprietary type of blender. So mm-hmm. now, you know, we have a house in Italy and we can call in drone strikes on third world countries. We, it doesn't yeah. matter. The money's, the money's endless. So 
Yeah. Bad. We were well off. Okay, and then my here's all you need to say if you didn't have a lot of money growing up. All you all you need to say is if someone says, Did you grow up with a lot of money? You can just say, I'll just put it this way. We were NASCAR fans. I'll put it this way. My dad was in a shelter. Okay. <laughs> what do you think? You know? That's not true. My dad was never in a shelter. <laughs> yeah, that's Hey, a- did you grow up with money? Well, I went to six NASCAR races. What mm-hmm. do you think? Yeah. What do you think? Nobody, anyone at a NASCAR, dude, this sounds like, you know what? I went on, you, I can shit on NASCAR all I want. You can. I was so far into that growing up, dude. I went to races. I went, dude, one time we went to this NASCAR race in like Charlotte. What is that? North Carolina? South North Carolina. One of those places. Fuck it. We went to this race and dude, it was the most, it like debauchery. Debauchery. It's like, there are no rule it's like you think that everyone thinks they're cool but like go like dude we went to an edm festival we took mushrooms yeah no. why don't you go to a nascar race sober see what that's like dude okay. i watched two chicks share a turkey leg literally making out eating a turkey leg when i'm nine were there men cheering around them of course okay yeah they're throwing dollar bills chugging beers throwing shit fighting each other probably fucking in the stands or the porta potties <laughs> nonsense someone's on the track spinning out getting their head run over it's pandemonium <laughs> at a nascar race. and then everybody camps outside that's the thing that's fucked up about it they're all camping in the parking lot because they just can't get enough of the open field right, right? so you got to camp out really making it fuck a hotel you know i'm gonna go sit next to a road and get a bunch of rubber shot in my face Oh, yeah, because it doesn't matter. They got there in camp, and then there's always, like, the guy... It's like a war of who has, like, the coolest camps. Like, oh, this guy's got, like, a motorized cooler. Mm-hmm. Oh, this guy's got electric darts, or I don't know. I don't know. That sounds fun, though. Some guy's just playing Charlie Daniels all night, you know? I've... Okay, so... It's crazy. I've been to... In the same summer, uh, I went to the Indy 500, mm-hmm. and I went to Bonnaroo. Okay. Mm. And like, in terms of camping, similar experiences. Here's what I will tell you Bonnaroo was super clean. Yeah. It was so clean. And what does that say? It, and what does that say? Hippies, hippies are clean and they care about their environment. The campground for the Indy 500 was a wasteland. Yeah. Every, okay. Yeah, yeah. Every, every porta potty filled with beer cans and Gatorade bottles. Yeah. People would just shove them in there. I will, okay, Indy 500, people that go to the Indy 500, this may not necessarily be you, but I'm, but it's you. You know it's you. You are just, you, I. And let me say this. You throw Gatorade bottles in trash can, in porta potties. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and by the way, way, if you're at a NASCAR race and you see a Gatorade bottle, there is a 99% chance that there's dip spit in it. It's full of dip spit. Yeah, dude. I can't tell you how many times I drank dip spit or cigarette (laughs) ashes. Every fucking member of my white trash family is ashing in Coke cans, and I'm over here as a little kid trying to drink something, sucking down ash. It's <laughs> oh, horrible. It's dude. horrible. They, they live in squalor, these NASCAR campers, dude. It's insanity, dude. You go out there, and it's like, here's the thing. You wonder, you're like, how could anyone live like this? And you're like, oh, yeah, these are the people who are okay with, like, retarded people getting executed. So, like, you know, what kind of life do you think that is? Yeah. What do you think that's like? It's like Roman times. It's, they it is like just, it to it's just like it. You go to the race, Kid Rock plays the national anthem, shoots a gun in the air, you know. 
It's it's what it's it's you take the stereotype of what you think it's gonna be, and then it is that. It's exactly that. It it's manifests exactly that. itself. Yeah, and the Indy Five Hundred, by the way, is like one of the nicer races. Yeah, because it's not even NASCAR. It's like bear. Well, okay. It's Formula One. Oh, you went to Formula? No, no, no. Is it Formula One? No, mm-hmm. that's like in that's like its own thing. That's not Formula One, dude. Formula One's like Europe and shit, right? Oh. The Indy Five Hundred with the stop, like the so you're not talking about NASCAR. You're talking about the actual. This isn't NASCAR. Okay. Well, either way. The Brickyard 400, I believe, is yeah, NASCAR. Yeah, the Brickyard is NASCAR. But this is the Indy 500, Indy. which I believe is IndyCars. Yeah. Which are Formula One? It doesn't yeah. matter. It's like, a, I, it's, I imagine it's similar to the, the Kentucky Derby. Similar. What? In terms of general vibe. I mean, I the, like the Derby's nicer. Derby, People are, it's like, it's like wealthy Southern people. They're, yes. It's the type of people yes. that if you could own slaves. They would. They would. They're actively, they're like, hey, are we, is this back? Like, are we, can we do this yet? When is it coming? Has it been long enough? That's what these people are saying. Yeah. If you go to the Kentucky, dude, one time I was right, when I worked at a news station, I was writing a story about the Kentucky Derby and I was looking through like raw footage from the Derby itself and I just saw like it's. I feel like the Kentucky Derby is supposed to represent like class, and it's like people yeah. wearing like fancy suits, mm-hmm. some dumb fucking hat with like a parrot like on it. Clothes. Yeah, and then I looked at the raw footage. This is the footage they don't want you to see on NBC News. Okay, this is the this is what the scene really was like. It was a guy. It was a grown. I don't know, 59-year-old man who weighed no less than 450 pounds, sweating profusely like me. <laughs> Sitting there, holding this tray of mint juleps that, like, a mint julep, like a classy, on ice, mint, little rum, a classy Uh drink. This guy's holding a whole fucking tray of them. They're all melted, because he's standing in the Uh. sun. It's clearly been, like, what was once so pristine and, like, refined has been raped by a fan base of people who don't give a fuck about it. They're just going out there to just, like, look cool. He's holding these things that are completely melted, and he's screaming. Screaming in a crowd of bros. He's like, Mint Juleps! Mint Juleps! Like, you got screaming. that from a photo. I No, I got this from footage. Oh, like, footage. I'm watching okay. this guy, and I was like, this is actual misery. This is yeah. literally an actual miserable <laughs> existence. Well, you think about it, it's because it's, it's like this cool event where it's very old school and very southern mm-hmm. to be, oh, let's go, let's wear our church clothes. But in reality, it's degenerate gamblers yeah. there to, that are just Degenerate. like gambling money they don't have yeah that's the reality they borrowed against their kids already ridiculous <laughs> government student love right. they borrowed against it it's so hard to do that you would have to be such a degenerate gambler to be able to do it but yeah. i feel like you can do it uh, put another mortgage on the house just for that weekend. Hey, I got this guy. I got this horse. I got a lead. It's, I like the way it's yep. dick looked. That's all. That's all it takes for these people. Yeah. You know? No, that's that is. Tr- I've never been, but I feel like based on the footage you saw, we know exactly what it's like. Yeah, we know. We know what's going on. But yeah, so the the moral of that story is NASCAR's back in. So if anyone's wondering how to get rich and I try and. Uh, Hop on that train, appropriate get some shirts. Find your, appropriate the fuck out of that white trash culture. Get yours. I would I would venture to say like PBRs. P- 
PBRs you, is kind of that because it's this yeah. it's back in the brand is cool and it's because your grandpa you know what I think you know they I, don't drink that dude that's like I think it's a myth I never see an old person drink PBR you know what old people drink high life bush light either one though those brands when you start seeing hipsters drinking bush light when you go to a restaurant and they have bush light for six dollars run because it's happened that's that's how you know that that's what's going on pbr is cool bush light on tap the apocalypse is happening bush light on tap they're like hey we just gotta we got it on nitro um mm, dude there is a bush, bush light on nitro dude that, that's no, what I want. okay there's a bar it's a whiskey bar in indianapolis yeah. they have high life with a nitro head that's i would drink that once i did you did yeah was it good that's what you think it'd be not good it was good no it i wasn't. like high life no it wasn't yeah i love high life i'm uh, not putting it on night i don't want to be creamy i liked it <laughs> you gotta move to the next segment yeah um keep this ship on the track dude. all right okay so course. um i here's what drives me nuts this is a segment i want to call why do i care so much yeah these are things other people's lives and the way they express themselves infuriate me. Uh, and I have no reason to be infuriated. It's just other people living their lives and I get... Well, other people are stupid. Yeah, but you know? why does it so, upset me? Because I don't like being around stupid shit. I'm not even around them. This is on Facebook. I, like, hate read people's posts. Yeah, I mean, here's I do Here's that. what it is. This is what drives me nuts. And I'm talking to anyone that's done this. I might have done it myself, you know? We're all dumb. When people, when you're about to post something on Instagram or Facebook and you start it with, I am officially. Oh no. Oh no, dude. I am officially, there's nothing official about this. There's no, I have officially started my ba-ba-ba. I am officially a ba-ba-ba. I'm officially considering moving to Ferguson, Missouri. I'm officially considering <laughs> Dude, it. And you're like, okay. I don't know. It doesn't have to be that place. It's just the first thing came to my mind. Thing. I'd be like, well, okay. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's true. If anyone ever starts, if you start a Facebook post that says, I'm officially considering moving to Ferguson, Missouri. You fucking I got mean, you, me, you dude. Don't follow you it got up. me so hard. I'm in. You can say whatever you want after that. I'm so locked in. I'll yeah. follow the rest of your life. I'll follow it. If you're like, I'm officially moving to like, San Francisco. It's like, uh, just okay. move. Just, I'm officially. Don't take a picture of your apartment. Hey guys, like, gonna miss this place. Gonna miss you, 45101 Maple Avenue. Hey guys, it's official. It's a fit. Hey, hey, it's official. <laughs> Look at me. Look at me. You didn't care oh, about me now. Oh, How about now? I'm moving to San Francisco. All right. Oh, we're being loud as shit. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Dude, you Just got a lady's got a bird. This chick owns a parrot down that's the street. True. It whistles at me. I think someone's cat called me every time I park. And I'm like, dude, there's no way there. That's it's just not happening, dude. No one's seeing me and cat calling. I hear this bird all the time whistling yeah. down the street. That I've thought about does, shooting in that bird. Yeah. I'll shoot a bird. Bird talks about you though. I would love to have yeah. a conversation with that bird one day. It's yeah. Um, I think that's all I have on that, but it is that uh, I'm officially, I'm officially, dude, you know what it is? I mean, we've talked about this. It's people who think that people are not going to die. Like 
you either know that you're gonna die or you don't. And if you post, like, I'm officially moving to Sam, it doesn't matter that you're moving there. You're gonna die, okay? Can't talk about it. Nobody cares. No one. Yeah, I don't. Have my back here, bud. I totally agree. You know what I'm saying? I think it's this weird, it's this thing. And dude, I'm gonna skip. I'm gonna skip. Don't skip anything. I have to skip Yo, down. We got the camera, dude. This is YouTube. We can go for seven hours talking no, 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 about not, sorry. Sandy Hook. It doesn't matter. I'm not. It doesn't matter. I'm not skipping anything. I am just jumping down because we've already transitioned. And yeah. I have I have a theory. Yeah. Science. Matt. Who did 9-11? I have a theory. People, people's parents loved them too much and showed them too much attention. And I think that is abundantly clear with millennials where there's this yeah. thing where my, like your parents were so invested in you and treated you as if you were the only person alive that there are people now that cannot believe there's a reality where someone understand. like where one person doesn't give a shit that they're moving to San Francisco. Yeah. They're like, everyone cares though, because my parents were so invested in everything I did. And then they're sitting at the computer like, how am I gonna phrase this? Yeah. And like, you know, LeBron didn't go about it the right way right. when he went to the heat. How am I gonna explain my move to, you know, Sacramento without, I, got, I just gotta do it in the right way. I gotta do it, I gotta tell everyone in the right way so that nobody's offended. Right. Just move. Just and be actually there. Actually, don't move. Move to Beirut. Move to a war-torn country, please. please go to... If you ever start... I'm officially moving to San yes. Francisco. I, I think you should be flown immediately to the Gaza Strip and tossed off of a moving bus into a, a weird, shady area that's full of landmines and then be like, what now? What now? How do you proceed? What's your official move? That's because that's interesting. If you're if you say, guys, I'm officially moving to the Gaza Strip, then it's like, what? <laughs> Whoa! Okay, Karen, I'm back in. I'm back in. That's it. I'm so the right. fuck in. All right. I'm leaning in. Literally. What or why? Yeah. So many questions. But if you're like, I'm moving to Los Angeles, it's like, <sighs> just I'm officially. Go. I'm officially. And it's, okay, let me be clear about this. It's the word officially that pisses me That's off. That's what I'm saying. Because I posted, I was like, hey, I'm moving to Los Angeles. That was it. You did, okay, but we're buddies. Yeah. yeah. And I'm obviously going to support you. Yeah. You did it. You don't in, have to. Though. I know, I know. And we don't always support each other, but I will say you did it in a way where you said, hey, I'm leaving. I don't want to be an asshole and just be gone if you are a friend of mine, but so. I'm going to be around. So let's hang Do out. Do what you want. And then you left then it left. alone. Then yeah. Left. And because you did it as a courtesy, not to draw attention to yourself, but just to let the people know who do care about you, hey, let's spend some quality Let's spend time. some QT together. Yeah. So you're a good guy. Before I officially. Yeah. It's official. It's, it's official. official. Nothing's official. Was there Nothing's a certificate? Ever official. No. Nothing's ever official. Nothing's. Do you think? Look at the news. Look at the White House. Is that official? Are we official? Nothing's official anymore. It's just not. So when you're saying when you're about to post something, if you like us, if you fuck with this podcast and the general ideology of it, and you're about to write something on Facebook to say I'm officially, we discourage you. <laughs> All right, dude. Here's the thing. 
when have you noticed that since the era of Uber Eats, Postmates, things of that nature, delivery drivers are no longer coming to your door to deliver the food? Okay. Have you seen this? I don't get Postmates. First of all, Postmates, give us money, okay? Give us, sponsor this, okay? We got, we can give you something. I'll deliver it for you. I don't give a fuck, all right? But just give us money. Here's the thing. In this new era, I don't know, I don't know where it ended, but every time I order on Postmates or Uber Eats now, I live on the third, I live on the third floor walk up, okay? It's fine. I know. I see, I can see you from about, look at this fat piece of shit. Of course, he doesn't want to go up and down the stairs. You're wrong, okay? I'll do it, okay? But here's the thing. It's a level of service that's not being met anymore. Okay. Right? Half the time when I order on Uber Eats Postmates, I get a call the guy, hey, I'm outside. Hey, bud, you just failed at the one thing you were supposed to do. Knock on the door. Which is bring me the thing I ordered. That was so the whole saying, job. I'm outside. It's like, cool. Cool. I'll talk to you when you're hey, out. Hey, I'm upstairs. Door. I'm at apartment 11 <laughs> yeah. on the third floor. As you will see from your dossier that Postmates gave you when I ordered these two pints of ice cream. Okay. Ooh. Here's the thing. And I also noticed that on Uber Eats, they have an option. It defaults. Like when you set your settings of like, where do you live? It defaults to meet me outside. And you have to specially select the thing that says, meet me at my door. Okay. That's fucked up, man. Don't you think that's fucked up? Listen, I used to deliver pizzas. All right, I have. Okay? I've got rebuttals, but keep going. Oh, I don't give a fuck about I, the I rebuttals. Have, I don't give a fuck. I don't care what anyone says about the, uh, you know, they don't get paid. Like, uh, not, look, necessarily, I get it, not necessarily rebuttals, but I have, I, as, a, as a delivery driver, I will weigh in on what you're saying. Being a del I delivered pizzas for quite a while. Okay. It's a crazy, insane job. But you know what, dude? Everything every time I went to a place, I didn't pull I didn't just roll up outside of Aunt Carol's house, you know, being like, Hey, I'm outside with the food. You know what would happen if you delivered pizzas in two thousand and seven and you got to someone's house and you're like, Hey, I'm they'd outside. Like, they'd be like, What the fuck is wrong with you? They'd be yeah, they come would, up to my porch. Well, I think they would think they would think, Why is he calling me? Why am I getting called why won't you just walk to the door? Are right, you lazy? Just, yeah, they're not expecting, they're like, oh, well, I'm here. Like, I don't think you are because you would be ringing the doorbell and you haven't. But here's, okay, here's where I'm going with this, dude. I got a really controversial point on this and I'm going to throw it at you right after okay. you comment. So, so ready. My, my thoughts on that are, so I have, not only have I been a delivery driver, but I've also been a delivery driver in LA, okay? So yeah. in the Midwest, I lived in a farm town, like kind of rural area, delivered for Papa John's. I've also delivered in Fort Wayne, Indiana, more of a city, but those places you would, you would never call. You would never, sometimes you didn't even have the person's number. Yeah. It didn't matter. So you would knock on their door. If you couldn't figure out, you would call back to the store and say, hey, I can't figure out I where can't this find place it. is. That's how it was with me too. You're like, dude, I don't know where they're at. And okay, then I will say, delivering food in Hollywood. Yeah. Part of the game and part of your job is to not get tickets, all right? Yeah. I would never, I wouldn't dare call someone unless I couldn't find where they were, okay? Yeah. I would never call someone to say, hey, come out here to get your food. I wouldn't. Part of the game is you might get a ticket. 
Yeah. That's part. That was part of the game of being a delivery driver at Kitchen Twenty Four. It was part of the risk you run. That's fine, but that's part of the job, dude. No, that's you what I'm know? saying. I'm on your side. I'm it's saying part of the risk. Yeah. And also, most of America is not like that. You know, most of America is just normal towns where you can just pull up to someone's house right. or their apartment or whatever, park on this, just kind of just pop your car there and come up and do it. It's crazy, dude. You know how many times I would have to walk up three, four flights of steps to go deliver someone's buy? I didn't bitch about it. I didn't make. I didn't just sit out there like a coward and te- text you. Yeah. Hey, not even call. Hey, I'm outside. Hey, I'm outside. It's so fucking infuriating to me, dude. They, it happened the other day, and it's just the guy said, "Hey, meet me outside." And I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this, bud. New policy in my house. Yeah. You don't come to the door. You're not getting a tip. Sorry. That's, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Listen. You come to my door. You're getting a five dollar tip. You're getting a $5 tip no matter what the cost of the order is. That's a fair tip. Yeah. Okay? Because the amount of food doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You didn't have to make... You just had to drive it here. I'm paying you for your gas and a little extra for the appreciated service. Sure. You got to come up. You got to come up. Dude, I can't tell you how much bullshit... How much crazy bullshit did you see when you delivered pizzas? Or delivered food? Not... What do you mean crazy bullshit? Like I feel wise? like what I'm saying is I feel like delivering food, you get a you just get a window into so many different people's unique lives like every day. Okay, here's what I will say. Um I for the most part, you can judge a book by its cover. That's yep. what covers are for. If you pull up to a really nice place. Hint, hint, the cover is the house. Yes. Okay. That is, if you pull up to a really nice house, usually you're gonna get more money from that house than a trailer. Mm-hmm. You just are when I understand because they just to give. But that is not always true. Okay? So in the same day, I went to two different places. One was a really nice neighborhood, just like typical brand new construction, white suburban neighborhood. Super nice house. Probably had like five bedrooms, all right? I pull up, nice family. They're all like having a good time, living room, watching March Madness. And the lady comes up. She gives me a check for the exact amount of money. Oh my and god. And gives it to dude. me and I'm then so... thanks me for the pizza, leaves. But later that day, I pull up to a trailer park. And it's like it's like there's nice trailer parks. This is a not very well kept trailer park, okay? Yeah. And I was like, oh boy. Some of them like, are nice. Some of them are Some really of them are nice. nice. This one was not. All right. This one was not. I, I get pull, that. I pull up and it's this um just very like Eminem looking dude, dude. Oh yeah, you know, just like you. It's like Travis. Yes, yeah. This is Travis. It's, We've uh, talked about Travis before. Travis opens the door. He's listening to like Kid Cudi. Yeah. Uh, he's you know wife beater. Some chick who's seven leagues above him. Yeah. On the couch. That's usually how it goes. And then he's sitting there. He's got a, a Toyota Supra with some bullshit right in the part, right in the front of the driveway. Okay, so you go meet Travis. What do you think he tips, though? He has one pizza. What do you think he tips? Here's the thing about what I learned delivering pizzas is poor people tip better than rich people. So that's what I experienced, and I wonder if it was the same for you. I'm going to just go ahead and say that this dude tipped you three, four bucks. Five bucks. He was tipped me five bucks, and he was very personal. What's going like, on? He's like, there you go, man. And the thing was, I knew I was like, what is going on, rich people? You can tell the attitude too. It, you could tell he's like, 
I'm about to enjoy this pizza. I don't yeah. care. I want you to have some money for bringing me the pizza. Yes, and also, yeah. you know what the thing is? Is people who are on your level like that financially, yeah. they know. Like, he's probably yes. had that job where he works a similar job. He delivers for Pizza Hut. You deliver for Papa John's. Which, by the way, if, when I run my own Papa John's franchise, I'll be out delivering. Okay? I'm going to be on the streets. Just get those tips, I'm not baby. hiring yeah. drivers. No. I'm delivering it. Okay? That's, You're yeah. getting it from me. But... What I'm saying is, you're right, dude. It's I, I think that people who I, poor people always tip better, always, because they know they know that like you should tip people well. And it's like if you're, you know, people who who have never had to do that don't get how like you know three four three four good tips a night can like really make things better. Again, really, because you're always, you know, when you're delivering, you're just thinking about, like, how much should I make an hour right. that night? You know what I mean? Yeah, you're doing the I math. worked five hours. Yeah. I got 100 bucks in tips. Yeah. 625, you know? base, yeah. And they're always on board, dude. But, like, the people you meet delivering food is so insane. Dude, one time I, I, I delivered pizzas for this place called Ross Pizza. It was, like, this podunk little pizza shop in Ross, Ohio. Which, let me, let me describe Ross for you. Like, you know when meth is really, really good? And it'll cause you to, like, lose your family and, mm -hmm. like, kill everyone. Um, imagine meth that's so bad that it'll force you to live in complete squalor with 50 to 100 other, you know, big lots of employees around your house. Okay? Uh -huh. That's Ross. Welcome to Ross. Okay? So I'm delivering pizzas in Ross. And one time I get called to this house. It's on top of this hill. It's on the fuck of a... I was, I was driving through Ross, like, Corrine Township, whatever, you know, very rural area of Ohio. I'm driving around, and all of a sudden, I'm going up this fucking hill, and it's like 45-degree angle, which is crazy. I'm like, why am I going up a mountain right now? I go up this long, windy driveway. I get to the top, and it's this, like, shack, shack in, like, the woods, and there's no cars. There's no cars. Are you scared? Can you Can we talk about how alarming that is? You yeah. see a, dry, a driveway that's about half a mile long, winding up a hill, and there's no cars, okay? Strike one. So then I open the door, and I swear to God, and this is this is wrong of me Wait, to you say. Wait, knock? Yeah, of course I knocked. I got right. out of the car. And then they said, not... come in? Or... No, I get out of my car. I go, right. I go, I knock on the door. Okay. And I swear to God, this lady comes out, and she's a, a goblin. Dude, she's an actual goblin. She's not 95. I don't know. Completely, complete, so far hunched over, I cannot see her face. Literally. A 90 degree angle hunched okay. over. It's just like, is that you, Mr. Pizza Man? <laughs> That's her actual voice. This is her voice. If you didn't hear it, is that you, Mr. Pizza Man? <laughs> and I was like, uh... <laughs> Yeah, I got, uh, got two medium pepperoni. She's like, you were just thrown over there. Let me get my son, Daryl. Daryl. And he's like, I heard you the first. I heard you. And then this guy comes out who's also completely bent over and he's like 30. Oh, he's young enough. 30. Yeah. Do you ever see the movie The Hills Have Eyes? Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. This is these people, okay? They clearly buy products of some kind of nuclear test that happened in Ross, Ohio, probably like 1967. I don't know, okay? These people, these mom and son, I got to believe it's mom and son who's, you know, he's, you know, we'll leave it at that. 
He's not doing well, okay? So then you got the son and the mom living together, screaming at each other. And she's like, just come in, put it on my table. She can't hold the pizza, dude. Her, her so arms. You, you went into the shack? Yeah, I had to. What am I going to do? Just, What's he, PJ's I, I'm not, not going to throw the pizza and deal with it, you old bitch. Like, I'm not going to do that, you know? Dude, I mean, I'm just saying. Papa I would John's. if I was a delivery driver in 2019. That's exactly. I'd text her. I'd be like, hey, your pizza's on the porch, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. <laughs> Rip my vape pen on the way out. Listen to Old Town Road. Crash my car into a fucking power plant. Who cares, right? We're all living in a fucking apocalypse. So, no, I, I give her the pizzas, dude. I go inside her place. Terrifying clown photos dust you ever been in a house where you can take a painting off the wall and it looks like the the wallpaper got a suntan yeah that. wait she's were been you smoking cigarettes in there for 30 years were you scared at this point fuck yeah i'm scared dude there's uh, there's no there's one road out okay so she gets her little fucking cornbread boys to come out here okay. and fuck me up i'm shit out of luck you know so i'm going in there i'm like i'm I, i'm like i'll give you the how's daryl is he chill daryl's very disturbed really mentally but i don't he, know if the meth a, turned him to a disturbed there, person though? or his his own disturbed nature turned him to meth i don't know what the storyline was wait so you think meth was involved for sure really good meth played a role in this okay. encounter i gotta i just gotta believe that really i don't think the old lady was off meth i don't but that's they, not something okay. I personally think, but this guy had definitely dabbled in it, and there's no way that his there's no way that his mom knew. There's just no way, and so I go in there and I put the pizzas on the counter, and she's like, "Okay, how much was it again?" And I'm like, "It was like fourteen dollars." Okay, like really, we're talking, <laughs> you know, I'm yeah. expecting is straight up. She's like, "Okay, let me get you the money." She comes out here and gives me thirteen dollars. And I took the money and left. I, I was like, I'm not. Uh, we're not gonna loss, correct this. Dude. We're not gonna correct this. We're we're gonna we're gonna go back and I'm gonna stuff the register a little bit. I'm gonna take a little bit off, off the top for having to deal with that. And then we're gonna move on with our lives. But that lady haunted me. Okay, I still think about her sometimes. I I, I don't know what happened to the house. You know the young goblin. He's there fucking around. She's dead. She's been dead for quite a while. But you know that that guy's still there. The house looks exactly the same. It was so gross, dude. So gross. She'd been smoking in there for 30 years. Dude, no one had ever... You could tell. No one's calling this lady. No one's coming to visit. It's her and her miserable son. And they're just waiting to you die. You felt there was some real like tension between her and her son? I felt that... I felt that the son didn't want to be there and blamed his mom for it. That's what I felt. Okay. You can you can read into that stuff a lot. You can just read by into like people's genuine, lives. Yeah. Dude, that's same... One time I delivered also in Ross, I pull up to this guy's house. It, you know, I couldn't tell it was his house because, you know, it's such a shitty neighborhood. There's no you, there's no lights. The street lights are all turned off. Nobody gives a fuck. You can't see his address, anything like that. So I call him not to say, hey, come meet me outside. I'm like, hey, I think I'm outside. Can you come out and signal so I yeah. can go walk up and get right, I know where I'm going. Yeah. And then literally, this, this is what I hear as I'm sitting outside trying to like scope out this guy's house. I'm like, hey, can, can you come outside and point to me? He's like, I'm staring right at you, you fucking idiot. He said that? Wait. <laughs> wait, dude. Wait. Wait. You wonder where this negative, you think this negativity that surrounds me just appeared. People like to think that, that I just became <laughs> he like this. You a fucking he, dude, this is so far not even the craziest part of this story. You're you're just going to be so happy when you hear about how I was demeaned in this way. 
I go, I'm like, okay, that's weird. So I close <laughs> my door. I grab these pieces and I go up to his door and it's a, uh, he's got, he has less than two legs. I'll put it that way. He doesn't uh. have the full two. Okay. So he's standing there on a crutch, which is, you know, did you just lose the leg? You know, like, why do you have a crutch? Like you haven't figured this out yet. But so this guy, you know, I come up there and I'm like, Hey, I, you know, I'm sorry. I just, I didn't, there's no lights. I couldn't really see like right. your street numbers. And he's just like, are you still trying to salvage the tip? I'm trying to be nice. Oh, I'm trying to get a tip. I'm trying to get yeah. a tip. I'm trying to raise my, you know, dollars per hour. You sure, know? Yeah, Shark yeah. tank. Yeah. So I'm like, Hey man, I'm sorry. I just didn't see the numbers on your house. And this guy goes, I, I swear to God, this is the exact quote that he said to me. He looked at me. He was like, well, first, I just thought you were fucking retarded. But now that I see those Coke bottle glasses on your head, I guess you're just fucking blind, huh? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> this is my life. <laughs> this is what I've experienced. Dude. I stand there, and I'm just staring at this guy, and I'm just like, listen, you're the reason why I'm not donating to veterans charities, okay? Like, this is what's going on right now. You're an asshole. You're an asshole. Oh, I left out a part of this. He was like a veteran, okay? He had like his like dress rag, I like assume, his rags on. Yeah. He has this dude saw I combat. It, yeah. This guy was either in Vietnam or he was one of the two people who got you know seriously injured in Desert Storm. When I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Gary Sinise as Lieutenant Dan. Yeah, Lieutenant Dan's charm was ten times this man's. Okay, right. he's standing there, and I was like, so he says that line, and I just like I was literally like without words. I was like, I just stood there, and then he stared at me. He's yeah. like, "Well, are you gonna give me the pizzas?" And I literally, I he was holding the money in his hand. I was like, I grabbed the money out of his hand. I shoved the pizza at him. I was like, have a good fucking day, man. And I just walked out, which I should have laid into that guy. You know, I guess the I guess the good wholesome part of me was like, hey Zach, you shouldn't, you know, verbally assault a veteran. I wasn't raised that way, you know. Yeah. Wish I was, because this guy had no reason to be alive. It was so unfortunate. I go back to the pizza shop. My boss Terry, who by the way, this guy was running. We later found out he was dealing arms to, like, a, a skinhead biker gang. That's, like, a whole other story. But anyway, so I go back. This My boss, Terry, calls this guy up. And he's like, hey, did you just yell at my delivery driver? And he's like, fuck yeah, I did. He couldn't find my house. He's like, I don't give a fuck if you got zero legs. You don't talk to anybody like that, you fucking old piece of shit. And he's like, don't ever call us again. And then he hung up. And I was like, that's service. I would tip my boss right there. I would tip him. The guy who pays me, I'd be like, here's 10 bucks. That's, that's a tip. A, yeah, that's, that's good service, dude. Well, I think that's a good thing, too, when Terry you can, like, back up your... Terry is almost certainly dead, but if you are watching this... Thanks, Terry Bear. Thanks, Terry Bear. Yeah, when when your boss backs you up like that and says, hey, you don't talk to my people like that? Don't talk to us like that. Wait, I got a quick question. Did... Yeah. Did was there a tip in there? Or was it exact change? Absolutely not. There yeah. was, of course, there was no tip. I didn't even say because I thought that was you know understood. But no, didn't tip. You know what I think it is. One time I delivered a pizza and the the order was twelve dollars and the lady gave me a hundred dollar bill and then I was like, I I gave her the full change back and she said okay bye and turned around, gave her like ten. I would always give them like ten fifteen singles just so they like really. You yeah, know what I mean, you, you give carry, it, you let you give them, you're like, I'm setting you up so hard. $100 bill for a $12 order. She's like, hey, bye. I would go back there and egg her house so hard. I would egg it right now as a 27-year-old man. I, yeah, no, I, I would help you. Yeah. Here's, okay, I have a ethical, this is like 
this is a story from my delivery driving experience. I worked when I worked for Papa John's. There we have our radius. We have our how far we'll go out. And there's a lake. There's a place called Chapman Lake. It's as far out as you can possibly go. So with these type of deliveries, you know, I got to get tipped. I need yeah. a big tip on this because this is going to be a lot of my time and a lot of my gas. Yeah. So you're hoping for big money on these Chapman Lake and Goose Lake tips. All right. That's it's the best when you find a place, you know, they're like, oh, fuck, dude, I'm going to get a little extra money tonight. I'm going to this place. You're hoping. Well, you're hoping for the little small guys, the little Jimmy Jams over across the street, but you don't get it. So I'm going to Chapman Lake and I'm like, all right, well, this is Go. what's happening. I'm doing it. So I drive up, takes me like 15 minutes to get there. I get to this lady's place and she gives, she's like, how much? It was 14.57, all right? And I'm like, yeah. And then she says, okay, hands me 14.57, all right? As far as I can tell, okay? And I'm like, huh, thank so you. So she gives you exact change? Exact, exact change, just like uh. no tip whatsoever, okay? So I'm in my car. And I'm like, you know, it's, I mean, it happens all the time. So you're not fuming mad, but you're just kind of like, oh gosh, whatever. And I look over and I'm looking at my money and I keep my money all in one place. Usually it's just in the front seat. If I'm going back to the store, I'm looking at it. There is a 20, there is an extra 20 in there. Okay. Mm. So in my head, I, I say, all right, a mistake. You think they're. Fucking with you. 100%. 100%. No, that lady did not mean to give me a $20 tip. You didn't go back, did you? No. Fuck no, you no, didn't. No, no, no. Hell yeah. But here's where it goes. Fuck that lady. So I get back. Uh, I'm still working there for the night. I get, uh, I'm probably an hour away from my shift ending. And my boss says, hey, you went, you did a Chapman Lake order. I was like, yeah. She says, the lady called in. She said she accidentally gave you uh, like 20 extra dollars. Like, that bitch is lying. I ain't got shit. I didn't. Put it in your glove compartment. Be like, no, nope, I ain't got it. I don't know. This is one of those things where I regret doing the unethical thing. I regret. I went back. I drove all oh, the way no. back there to give that lady no. her money for $20. I remember this. I don't know why. <sighs> it, in my head, I still think back on it and I'm like, why didn't I do just the lie. shitty thing and just say, lie. yeah, I don't know what she's talking about. How cheap is, okay, we talk about being cheap all the time. If I accidentally gave a delivery driver a $20 bill, I don't give a fuck if I have rent due the next day. That's on you. I fucked up and I'm not going to ruin, it's such, it's like, it's such a high to get a good <sighs> tip like that. I'm like, fuck yeah. yeah. And then to take that away, if I took it away, I would expect the guy to be like, hey, here's your $20 back. Ah! Yeah. Like in front of me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude. And especially, okay. Sorry. Listen. This was it. This was the thing. Just and so you know, this, this was on you. This was the straw. This was it. This is it. Okay, but this is this is the other thing, though. Call the coroner. I'm killing myself. Had she had she given me a $5 tip mm -hmm. or $4, whatever, if she given me a tip, and then there was an extra 20. I would have just turned around and been like, here's the your The question money. is, did you, so wait, when did you notice there was an extra 20? Like at, at the door or later when you're in the car? No, I was in the neighborhood still. Yeah, because I don't it know It would have been you, really easy to turn around. At a certain point, you know, if you've never delivered food, at a certain point when you deliver so much at a night, you're literally walking around with like $700 of cash sometimes. See, the thing is though, we had a bank, so I had to go back to the store. Really? So I, I did. Yeah. I was walking around. 
was a young man walking around with seven hundred dollars. Yours, okay, delivering pizza to meth heads. Also, your place is like very loosey goosey because you went Barely in, you went into Barely. you went into Daryl and his mom, the goblins. Daryl the goblin, See? dude. That's the name of this episode, Daryl and the goblin, dude. That's it. You went into Daryl and the Goblin's home. That does not fly. If you work for a franchise, like a big business delivery place, you do not go in a person's home. I'm not going to be rude. You know, if the Goblin's asking me to come right in there and put the Here's the thing. She clearly could not hold the pizza. I don't even know how they're going to eat the pizza, dude. They can't. They're all hunched over. They got no. Who knows if their fingers even work. If they have motor skills. Like, I'm not going to just. I, I had to. I had to do the I had to do just that. I had to literally drop it and be like, once this door closes, I hope that I will never think about this again. Right. That was false because it it haunts me to this day. That's a good story. Is it though? You know, you start wondering if all those weird meth dealers you had to deal with was kind of worth being fucking scared all the time, you know? But whatever, dude. Got that money. Actually, I didn't because she didn't tip me. So, you know. I'm like waiting for the, I'm waiting for the first delivery driver mass shooting. You know that's gonna happen, dude. Well, yeah, you know I that's gonna go. happen. But um, all right, we gotta do the next one. We have okay. Well, let me see what we're at on time. Fuck it. Don't this. fuck a format, dude. In an hour. Okay. Let's um, wrap this up. Let's do one more, and we'll okay. pop about. We got a video podcast, dude. Now this is so interesting. People are watching this on YouTube. Uh-huh. I have no idea what's here. We're gonna figure this out in post. We don't know if there's any other sort of visual stimulation head. We don't know. We're just staring Unless, at guys. Was this a good idea? That's what I want to know. If you're listening to this, you're like, hey, this was a funny thing to do, and this was a good idea. Leave a comment so we can pull the yeah. guns out of our mouths, okay? We have no idea what's going on. I have no idea how many people listen to this. He's far any. closer to suicide than I am. So close. I'll live on. Uh, he also spent two grand on a three grand on a camera i spent doesn't matter on a light, doesn't matter so. that was an important life decision it wasn't that much but doesn't matter all right you ready for just one more segment yeah okay we'll say load it up next time okay um this is a this is another why does this bother me why does it frustrate me and this is it it was I was in Ralph's, and it, this isn't a huge frustration. This didn't like ruin my day or anything, but there was a. I was in the. I was in an aisle, and there was this Italian couple that was that were being so loud and so Italian. There, you know, it's like, oh, yeah. Oh, Gina, why you got the Bruce Springsteen yeah. DVD? Yeah. Put it back. We can't afford it. No, it's like it was. They were speaking Italian, dude. They oh, were really? Speaking they're, so they're full land. Full on Italian, wow, but okay. they were. It was. They were just. Being, so they're not accents. They're just. They, no, they were they're loud they were ass. In, you didn't say they're loud. They they're were white. We can make fun of them. They're, they're fucking loud ass Italians. Dude, they were so loud. And they were just, and it wasn't even that they were being, it was that they were being loud. And they were also just like, they were kind of like all over each other and like touching each other. Like, oh, yeah. And like looking at like, t- they touch each other so much, dude. Th- that's what it's it, so bizarre. It was, it, to me, I'm like. Every time I see an Italian family, I'm like, are you guys all fucking each other? Like, what true. are we, what's the dynamic I think it's just, here? Yeah, yeah, the sun feels like the top matter. dog, yeah. which is odd. You know? <laughs> the sun's the alpha. It doesn't make sense. The dad makes the money. The sun's the alpha. 
<laughs> it was just a it was just a couple. It was a girlfriend boyfriend, and they were just being so like oh they're, they're being loud and like touching each other and like hey put the ring of Tony yeah. back like we don't know anything. You keep doing no American idea. Italian like hey Long put the Island fucking ring of Tony yeah the Long Island the they, Long Island pizza shop owner that's that's my idea of every no, Italian. They, it's like yeah. hey you paid that's three fifty not three twenty five yeah. okay. They they were just they were like t- they were also very well dressed and they were like touching each other and looking at like cans of Perrier. They're so and sensual. Like, oh yeah, Italians yes. are so sensual. And, and they're so was, sensual. It was yeah, it was me just being like oh. the ultimate <laughs> racist, <laughs> being like just be American, just like be just just be miserable in the grocery store and look at cans of stuff you can't oh. afford and then put them back. Just like stop show. making a fucking yes. show about it already. Yeah, we get it. We are Italian. Italian. We're Costco. There's nothing yeah. sexy about this. What's turning you on, you Italians? The eighty pack of mayonnaise or Dude. the ninety year old man buying adult diapers with an EBT card? Yeah. Like why? Why are you so they happy? Were unre- you know? No, they were like like horny and loud and like touching each other and like. It, I think for me, and I walked by them, and it wasn't it wasn't like rage or anything. It was just this moment where I was I was like, yo, why did that bug me? Yeah, I got on there. I'm like, I mean, yo, it, I it, can't. Let me. I, if we're being honest, it's tinged with racism. It's a little bit of racism tinged in there, which is fine. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, which yeah. you know, we're learning. But yeah, I don't know, man. I, I think any kind of loud family. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and that's because there was also uh, yeah. I have what I'm a racist. Like I'm a racist no, against Italians, no, but I don't feel no, bad about that. No, you're not. You don't have to tell me you're not because I don't even feel bad. Dude, the Italians can take it. All right, they're fine. Their social status is fine. They're 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 literally the bottom of the totem pole. Yeah. Okay, we got a lot of other issues right now. Italians, you're gonna have to wait a while if you got some issues you want to bring up, but. What I'm saying, dude, one time I was at a Walmart, and I, I I think the point of the matter is, like, I hate obnoxious families. It doesn't matter who you are That's or where really you're from. That's really what it was. I don't like yes. being at a place and someone's commanding the attention. Dude, one time I was at a Walmart, I was in the music section, don't ask me why, I guess I was looking for a Dirk's Bentley mm-hmm. CD, I don't know. So I'm in the music section at Walmart, and I hear this fucking Travis, a Travis, no further explanation. Travis, Travis is with his girlfriend, and he's like, "Hey, babe, full volume, full volume over this Walmart electronics section. Hey, hey, babe, what's that? What's that song? The Teenage Wasteland song. What's that? Who's that band? Was that Led Zeppelin?" I thought about firebombing that Walmart in the moment that that happened. That's how um, that's how much it upset me on multiple yeah. fronts. Hey, what's that Teenage Wasteland song? Yeah, it's the people that have no problem just being in... Because I feel like the way I live my life is to stay out of people's way and be considerate and not don't get involved. affect people. But my life people, motto yeah. is don't get involved. But there are some people that are like, I want to be heard. This I want to be so heard I answering this. To hear this yeah, right I have now. a question and I want everyone to hear it even though it's not a question for them. Yeah. Hey, Carmela! Yeah. Where's the... Prego sauce. Yeah, that's that's my idea of an Italian in America. Where's the prego? That's what. Find are. me the ziti. You now you're just doing a Give lady. Me the ziti. Now you're yeah, you're, I'm doing, you're I'm doing, almost yeah. the I'm doing, the goblin yeah, voice now. No, I'm doing a 55 year old Italian uh, housewife. Her name is uh, you know, what's a, what's a good Italian old lady's name? You know, um, 
Pri- like Prism? No, that's that Prism. Fit. That doesn't fit. I think Priscilla. I just think of Carmella from The Sopranos because mm-hmm. she's like the best. But like, I'm just gonna go with Carmella, dude. What's another one? We Name can one. think of one more. What's Sophia? A, what's, Sophia. Sophia. What's where's a, the ragu? What's is it next to the dog food or the iPod videos? I can't tell. I've never been to a store. Can you tell? Because I'm screaming. Yeah, it's obnoxious families. People that have no problem bothering you. This yeah. is like, oh, did I bother you? Good. I wanted, like, I think if people just want to be seen in the world, they want to be reacted to. I also think that it's people who are so wrapped up in their own, like, family dynamic yeah. that they literally can't comprehend that, like, the world doesn't know anything about right, them. Right, Or their problems or... Carmela's life or anything like uh-huh. they've no like they literally think that all they know is just like hanging out you know talk and this is just people who are loud right there's people loud. Yeah. they think that like their life is a story everybody thinks right. their life is a movie okay it's not yeah it's they're just being, not yeah, yeah, your yeah. life best case scenario is an is a spike tv original series that's literally the best most of us are gonna get it's not a movie it's not a drama on hbo it's just, you know, what do we talk about this? Every every teenager now just wants to fucking die, right? That's all it is. It's not more complicated. I think they want to, and they also want to be a YouTube star. They want to be a TikTok star, sucking their vape pen, crashing into each other online, it's in between Postmates deliveries and active shooter drills. Doesn't matter. Youth America's fucked. Families are too loud. What are we going to do about it? Yeah, just uh, if you have a family, just understand that other people they're shopping that don't care who sings Teenage Wasteland, and it's the Who. Everyone knows that. It's always been the Who. Yeah, it's not changing. He knew it was the Who. He did. He was just. He, he was just like. Hey, to be I like, want to. Hey, yeah. everybody. Guess what song stuck in my head? Or he's trying to be like, I know bow, other techno. I know other bands from the eighties. Yeah. I'm. I'm. Do you know what I mean? This was like sixties, seventies, but it doesn't matter. All right, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Or yeah. I can't do it. Travis needs to fuck off, dude. Every Travis, if you think you're a Travis. Or anyone married to Carmella. Move to Beirut, okay? Go to Beirut and be Travis there and see if it's a personality you think is worth keeping. Yeah. Let's wrap this up, dude. All right. We good? This is the first video podcast. Maybe this is a huge mistake. Uh, it seems like it. It seems like this is something that could haunt me in job interviews in the future. We'll find out mm-hmm. when my career doesn't go anywhere. But uh, you know, we're doing our best. We'll censor. We'll censor the R word, and then. No, we're not. We're not. I'm cutting this video. It's not going to be censored. But oh. either way, you know, subscribe to wherever this the fuck is, and uh, leave a comment. Leave a comment so we don't have to just spend every night wondering if we're wasting our fucking time. You know. Don't send. Okay, I get I get direct messages, which I appreciate. But like, leave a comment on the post. Leave, leave a, a comment. comment on the Instagram. Get other people involved. Send a private message. I'm okay with it. You know, oh, send I'm okay a private with message. It, but like, why not get other people involved in how you felt? It's about engagement. We got to sell to you people somehow. We got to get some ads. We got to sell you, I don't know, antidepressant medication or, you know, CBD, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, whatever CBD company your buddy, you know, Ricky has, we'll, we'll sponsor, we'll be involved. I don't care. Either way, though, thanks for watching.